your podcast. Yeah. Whenever you start, I'm ready. You ready? I told you I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> that will be the start. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the very first episode of the weekly podcast, For Honors, where me and a friend get together and we talk about random topics involving tech, games, and life. My name's Tyler, and with me is the ever-bold Jaylene, wearing her <laughs> very bold yellow shirt. Yellow shirt. I usually don't ever wear yellow, but today felt like a special occasion. Very bold. <laughs> yeah. Very bold. I got here, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a bold color, but... And, and you know, it is special. Because it's the very first podcast. Yeah, so I, I guess it made sense. It did. It's like my heart knew. It's like, I'm going to look back on this day and regret. Like, I'm going to watch this and be like, oh, yellow. Like, <laughs> I love the color yellow, but whenever I wear it, I'll look back and I'll be like, is that really a good choice? <laughs> you're like, maybe. Maybe. One, one day I'll rock yellow and be completely okay with it. Today I always, like... Now, I always try it, and I'm like, eh. yeah. <laughs> It's like, I get home after going out, and I'm like, that wasn't a good idea. I guarantee I'll go home, and I'll go change the, like, pajamas, and I'll be like, nah. And I won't wear <laughs> yellow again for, like, another two months. <laughs> well, I think, first podcast to round it off, introduction. Okay. Why this is being done, and just kind of what your thoughts are. About the podcast, or yeah, about this whole situation here. Okay. okay. Well, have you explained why it's being done? I was just told to come over in your greatest yellow shirt. <laughs> I'll stop milking that now. It it won't be a topic anymore. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, the reason why I wanted to do this was because it's actually part of graduating college. Yes, university. <laughs> those who don't know. Um, but anyways, it's part of my honors program where we have to pick some sort of topic and do this whole research in it. Okay. And so I decided that I wanted to do a research topic based on why people choose to pick individuals and personalities on the internet to find their news and entertainment more than something on TV or like a big brand company. So being part of it is that I wanted to take the information and the people that I've seen and I want to try to make up my own. Which you told me about this and I thought was very interesting. I've thought about it a lot since you told me. And I noticed it's mostly young people doing this. Like a lot of like yeah. the older crowd is like still set in their ways. But it's like a lot of like the newer generations are starting to lean toward this. And I, I'm very curious as if it's, like, because of social media is a thing. Yeah. Or because, like... 100%. I mean, I know that's most of it, but it, I, it really got me thinking, so I'm ready to dive deep into this. Yeah, and one of the things, too, was um, I was recently watching a podcast by uh, Sarah Dietschy, which she does uh, tech reviews, basically. But she had a daily podcast that she did which was really entertaining she did about like 20 minutes each day and it was just like topics that oh yeah news and stuff related to games and social media and the latest tech and then she ended up releasing today actually a podcast that mm. is called the creative exchange where she finds people that are actually doing this and just kind of sits down and talks with them about what it is they're doing and why they think it's important and stuff. 
So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, it's about half hour long. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty good. Um, but really looking through it with the whole journey and stuff that I've done, just kind of people that I've already seen and watched before and the new people that I've kind of found, um, I kind of wanted to talk about your inspiration because you're also doing this. Mine's not as professional. (laughs) Let's, let's get that clear. (laughs) You go to my YouTube channel and it's like, I've got one of my friends dancing in like, like a kid's science museum. And then I've got, I think I did like a prank video Yeah. on my brother and it's super, it's super vague. I think I put that in the title. Yeah. So like you're, I think you're taking the like professional, like learning approach and I'm just doing it just for like laughs for the the giggles. So I I think we should clarify that. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because I kind of just dove in just, just because I got bored one day. True, and I mean, obviously I've been thinking about this for a while. Yeah, yours is more thought out. Mine's just like, oh, this funny thing happened. Yeah. Let me make a video. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think that it was actually this honors class thing that That pushed me to actually do it. Because, I mean, I honestly probably wouldn't have gotten I know it's something that you've talked about for a while. Yeah. I think it really defines our personalities. Yeah. Where you're more of the, like, the planner. You're like... when you do something, it's going to get done right. It's going to yeah. get done well. Whereas I'm more of the just, like, not, like, the spontaneous type. More mm-hmm. of the just, like, I'm just going to do this. I'm not going to plan it out, really. Yeah. We'll just kind of see how it goes. See what happens, yeah. So. But, I mean, like, who is it that you watch or listen to that you're like, they're good. I trust them. Or I find them funny. And I want to do something like that. Um, I think, I think if we're starting way back in the beginning, when mm-hmm. I, like, discovered, like, I guess, YouTube as a whole. Yeah. Because that's where most of my, like, I don't know, inspiration comes from. I remember the first time I actually saw YouTube as, like, an actual, like, I don't know, entertainment platform. Because before... Like, I used YouTube, but it was to look up, like, Taylor Swift lyric videos, like, or, or, like, I don't know, just stuff like that. I remember watching, uh, Smosh for the first time. Mm -hmm. They had this, uh, like, fire truck rap video. Okay. I, I listened to it, like, on repeat. I memorized the whole rap. (laughs) And I don't rap, but I memorized this rap. And I, I would just go through and I would, I remember coming home from school and just, like, I'd get home at, like, four so when the bus would drop me off and mm-hmm. from like four to like nine it was just i would just watch smosh because it was it was so weird to me that like you had these entertainers they were like a tv show almost but yeah. it's like and this was before like netflix got really big too okay. so you couldn't really like binge anything but i was binging like just smosh constantly yeah and i i couldn't wrap my head around the idea that like that was their job, that mm-hmm. they just got to make videos and they were that good at it, that they yeah. were, like, that quality. So, I think that's what really got me interested. And that led me to other YouTubers. Like, uh, I got into, like, Shane Dawson for a little bit. Okay. I really got into Rhett and Link. I liked them for a long time. Uh, I, w- I would say the ones that I really got into were uh, Dan and Phil. Okay. Two British, like, vloggers. And I, th- I think I spent all of high school just, like, watching their videos. <laughs> like, they... 
they just stood out to me. And, like, the, the fact that th- there's these two British guys that I don't yeah. know, and, like, I felt like I knew all about them. Yeah. Because it, it's not like watching a TV show or, like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like, listening to a band or, like, any of that. It's, like, you actually get to see these people's, like, personalities. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't them, like, playing a character or anything. It was just them being like, oh, yeah, this squirrel bit my finger today. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. I think that really... Like, being able to connect with people that you don't know and just having them be themselves, like, on camera and just yeah. thinking, oh, they're just in their bedroom. I can do that. Was yeah. r- really, like, mind-boggling to me. that And that I also have videos on this platform. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it's still hard to kind of ha- wrap my head around that, like, yeah. YouTube got as big as what, it's di- like, what it has. But I think Dan and Phil really helped me with that because... I don't, it, it was just weird that, like, how connected I felt to them. And it's, like, two guys in, like, London that I don't even know. That you don't know, yeah. I, I would say now it's a lot of, like, like, uh, Rooster Teeth's a big one for me. Rooster Teeth's got, like, a ton of, like, different, like, branches and, like, podcasts mm-hmm. that I'm really into. So, I would say right now I'm really into, like, Funhouse. Okay, yeah. Same. They do a lot of, like, kind of wacky videos. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I could... Like, their podcast is really good. They're really yeah. informative. I, I love just how weird and just funny they can be. And then you sit them down in a podcast format. Mm-hmm. And, they're you know, they're just really informative. Yeah. Like, the nonsense kind of goes away for a while. And they're serious. And you get a really, like, well-informed podcast out yeah. of it. So, I, I'm really into stuff like that now. Podcasts in general, I just yeah. like. Just because, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm, like, boring now <laughs> since I graduated high school. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just listening to people talk for an hour. But but see, I think that the thing is the fact that you can find one specific person or group of people that you can turn to and you know that they know. Like, you know what they're going to be talking about. Yeah. So, like, Funhouse, they do more of, like, the video game side yeah. of news and everything. And you know that you can go to them and you can... Attach yourself to their personalities. Yeah, you can you can almost rely on what you're gonna see throughout. Like, you get the weekly schedule of Funhouse because they they have like their gameplay videos and then they have like demo disc is like a series that they have and mm-hmm. then they have I think they have two podcasts that they do now. They have the regular one, they do a movie one. Yeah. Know? So it it it's like you kind of know what you're gonna get, so you kind of know what to look for. It's like I know what to expect yeah, every yeah. week. It's yeah, kind of so nice I mean... to, to know that it's like, okay, I, I'm going to get more, like, you know, gaming videos this week. Yeah, like, you can select what yeah. exactly it is you want to listen to and when and who. Yeah. Whereas, I think when it comes to traditional media, it's more of you have one set channel or one set station and they just kind of run through everything. Yeah. But with not much detail, it's more of like, let's just skim through these this points and this is it. What's going on, yeah. Which I think, I mean, obviously it's like an older generation thing. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like the news is just like something that's been around forever. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought here. Where was I going with this? Just like... Because you obviously have the big media sources that are also biased. It's mm-hmm. just like, I, I don't know. It's not as like selective as what we have now yeah. with the internet. Like not even just YouTube. Like you have stuff like Twitch and like SoundCloud. And you were just telling me about like Anchor. 
And I know there's also, like, you know, there's, like, so many platforms that you can go on and, like, watch content mm-hmm. and, like, really pick what you want. Yeah. Like, I just started watching on Netflix, which is completely off topic. I started watching, I think it's called, like, The Great British Baking Show. It's got a <laughs> okay. Mary Berry in it. And I'm like, this is something that, like, I don't know, like, 20 years ago, if somebody in America wanted to watch a British baking show, yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to, like, pay for those, like, VHSs to be mailed to the mm-hmm. U.S. Like, it's, I don't know, it's very interesting just how much content there is and just how, just how, like, selective you can be with it, I guess. Is, yeah. You know? Same yeah point you're because i at. mean you find the group of people that you attach yourself to that they have the same thought process yeah as and you, that's and you're like i trust them i know what they're that's doing that's a lot of thing too is you it's easier to feel connected to somebody who like you know is kind of like in charge of their content yeah it's like i mean you, you'll watch people on youtube who really made a business out of what they do mm-hmm. but it's like they're s- it's still the ones in charge it's not someone like pulling the puppet yeah. strings yeah i think that's a big thing too it's like, I mean, you know who's putting, like, all the effort into it, mm-hmm. whose ideas it is, because I, I just don't think you get that with the bigger sources. Yeah. It's more of just, like, somebody else telling them what they're going to do or what they're going to say, so. Yeah, which, I mean, I think that gives more power because it's the individual that gets to make the choice of what they put in their content and what they leave out instead of someone else being like, hey, we're sponsored by them, so we can't do that. Yeah. Or we can't say anything bad about them, but here's their competition, so let's try to bash them as hard as we possibly can. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, a lot of people that I've watched recently, because I do watch a few uh, podcasts, different podcasts, um, I do watch Funhouse. Yeah. For sure, um, because I love their content and everything. Um, but another couple that I watch is uh, kind of funny. Um, it's one of those things that they just started two years ago, maybe. They all worked at, uh, the video game company IGN. And they decided that, hey, we're gonna get together once a week, and we're gonna start talking about random stuff or news-related stuff, and we'll just see where it goes. And they actually started on their living room floor. (laughs) Like, they didn't even have a table. Yeah. Like, they started sitting on their living room floor and just sat around and, like, talked. And it became a thing where they grew enough of a community and a fan base and more people started liking them to the point where they realized that, hey, they can make the same amount, if not more, by quitting their IGN job and just doing this. And then, like, doing that. And then from doing this, they now have, two years later, they have an entire studio completely dedicated to all their different shoots and stuff. They're sponsored by different companies. Like, they're running their own business. And it's one of those things that they initially talked about how easy and relaxed it was going to be because they didn't have to worry about blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then they found out that the business is them. They are the business. So it's like they have no free time. They have to work even harder to the point where they now have hired, like, four different people as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... There are people that are still behind the scenes and everything that you don't see. Yeah. But a lot of it is the fact of just the community and the strength within the community. And yeah. And how you can attach and relate yourself to them. Um, another group that I watch that they've been around forever is uh, Jenna and Julian. Jenna Marbles. And oh, okay. Julian Solomita. 
and I watch their stuff individually, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And then when you watch a podcast that they sit down for an hour, hour and a half, and just, like, do random stuff, it's even, like, it's fantastic. Because there's such a good combination that they can, like, riff off of each other so well. Oh, yeah. And whether it's the fact that they don't have anything to say, but they can somehow find this one thing that all of a sudden they go off on a tangent. Yeah. And it's one of those things that it makes them laugh, and then it makes you laugh, too, because you think it's hilarious. Like, you're there, too. And just the fact that you can see people that they have something there. Like, they don't have to worry about, hey, let's not say this, or let's not do this in fear of what might happen to their position or their job, because they are their job. I would say, yeah, they kind of have that creative freedom. Yeah, which I feel like is very powerful. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just something that I've thought about. Like, to be completely honest, if I could make a job doing this, it would be amazing. That's the dream, I think. Like, (laughs) like... I would 100%, if I could live off of doing something like this, I would. Yeah. If I could tag along and just, like, freeload, yeah. that would be even yeah. better. Yeah, you want to do that? Okay, <laughs> deal. That's, that's where we're headed with this. <laughs> deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's something empowering and impressive when the people that make the content that you see are the sole people that are in. Yeah, and, like, you kind of touched on this, too. It's, like, they are real people. And I like the fact that it's just, like... It's, it's not some, like, perfect celebrity. Like you said, kind of funny, started on yeah. the living room floor. Or, like, I, I always liked how you'd watch Dan and Phil, and they would film every, be- like, every video in their bedrooms. Yeah. And I always loved that, because it's, like, they don't need, like, a studio. Like, obviously, they still have, like, the light, the lighting and the yeah. good cameras and stuff, but it's, like, I, I love that they don't need, like, this big, fancy studio to make good content. It's yeah, like, it's just Oh, you them. can just do this... Straight from your bedroom. Yeah, like, All right. they are the content, which, I mean, is very inspirational. Yeah, it, it makes the viewer think, like, well, I have a bedroom. I could do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, uh, one of the things that people are now talking about now is you pretty much have everything that you need already. I mean, if you have a cell phone. If you have a phone, like a smartphone. You can do it. Yeah. Like, you don't need any fancy high-tech camera or any no. crazy lighting or anything like that. Just make like good content no yeah and i mean i think that's crazy empowering and interesting as well because i mean if you ask they actually did a poll one time um with people in elementary school and high school and they asked them what is it that you want to be and like three-fourths of them said that they want to be internet celebrities or internet personalities and they want to create their own content which is crazy considering that, like, that wasn't even, like, a job you could have. Yeah, no. Like, like that that was... Like, 15 years ago. Like, that wasn't even... I mean, not thing. even, like, five years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this started to become, like, a big thing very recently. Yeah, like, and I mean, it, it keeps growing. And I think the fact of social media being a powerhouse behind it yeah. also allows people like, to it, create their own stuff. It also gives you the opportunity to, like, connect with other people. That you can connect with. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, not only do you get to watch this person's content, you get to keep up with, like, you know, like, blogs and yeah. podcasts and, like, just, you know, rather, like, regular, like, skits or gameplay. It's like, okay, you can also follow them on Twitter. Yeah. You know, see what they're thinking. And I mean... You follow their Instagram. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, some of them even now have their own, whether it's Reddit threads or their own thing, like, uh, Discord. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a couple that have set up that I actually have on my phone right now. Um, another, one of them so happens to be Sarah Dietschy. She's the one that she came up with. Her whole thing is Sarah Dietschy rhymes with Peachy. Because, like, her last name's hard to spell, but yeah. if you say it that way, then people can kind of relate, and it, like, rolls off the tongue. But, so she has the Peachy fam that she calls. <laughs> and, uh, so it's interesting because she split it up into different segments where you have the main news and information that she does. Then she has where you can go and you can talk to other people about just tech. So, like, if you want to talk about the latest camera or whatever came out, or, hey, I need help, I need to know what should I do for lighting or camera or software, you can go there and you can talk. Um, they have where you can go and you can talk about, like, her latest episode in this podcast that she just started. Um, but it's one of those things that I've even done it in... You don't know the people. Yeah. But there's still a sense of community there where yeah. people were like, hey, I'm looking at this camera, this camera, and this camera. Here's what I currently have. What do you guys think? And people actually respect your opinion. Like, I had a full-on conversation with this one person that was like, hey, I'm looking at these three different cameras. Which ones would you suggest? And they're like, I already have a Sony, but I'm thinking about getting a Nikon or Canon or possibly this Sony. And I'm like, well, if you already have Sony, I'd choose the Sony because one, the Sony that you're looking at is better than the rest of the other ones, just based on information and specs and everything. Yeah. And the fact that when it comes to if you do like color grading, so you make sure that like the color looks good and everything, um, it's just easier if you stay within the same ecosystem. And so we had a full-on conversation about cameras and what the best one is to choose. And, I mean, it was interesting because I don't know them. Yeah, it's just, like, somebody on the other end. It was something that happened. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just think it's interesting where we're going as a society where more people are self-employed yeah. creatively. It makes well. me wonder, like, where we're going to go from here. Like, mm -hmm. you already see, like, some of the media outlets we have now, they're starting to, like... Mm -hmm get like less popular yeah. like not really the news as much but like like newspapers are a big mm -hmm. one like two of our local papers around here in the last year have already gone up each of them went up in price this year yeah. because nobody's buying newspapers anymore and i, th I think the one of them one of them stopped having a monday paper really? just because like no one no one reads news it's no all like it, yeah. somewhere else so i'm like that is already going away and then i mean i feel like I feel like TV is going to be, like, the next to go. <laughs> like, just, yeah. n maybe not, like, TV, but, like, TV, like, 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 news. Mm -hmm. You know. I, I keep saying news, but that is really what I mean. Just news yeah. outlets. I just, I feel like it's not the preferred source yeah. of Which, I mean, anymore. that's kind of why, wrapping around to, like, the beginning of this, why I'm doing this whole project is because I think it's fascinating. Yeah. The fact that this is disappearing and people are picking more individuals and more personalities. Yeah. Which, I mean, this has happened before. Um, like, other media outlets are, you know, going out of yeah. style. I mean, what was it? Like, they used to just show the news on a projector, like, in a movie theater. Yeah. Every week. I mean, 
obviously the home television and everything changed that. I think this is going a different route, though. Just like you said, the different personalities, which mm-hmm. I think is the really intriguing part. That it's yeah, it's it's not just like the technology that's changing. It's almost like like people's ideas are changing yeah. or like how they see media. Yeah, which is just really fascinating. It's like mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just can't explain it. Yeah, which I mean, I think a big factor is. Uh, why newspapers and stuff like that are dying is the fact of we now have social media so as soon as something happens everyone's alerted through twitter or facebook or whatever it may be you'll see it like as soon as it happens as soon as it happens instead of waiting a day yeah that's like whenever you know i mean like i think of when the terrorist attacks happened on paris Mm -hmm. i remember everybody changed their like facebook profile picture to like the the france flag and just how quickly that all spreads online and Mm -hmm. it's like versus oh newspaper you gotta wait a day yeah it's like i mean it makes sense yeah but um i don't know it's just it's gonna be really interesting to get to the bottom of this (laughs) yeah yeah 100 (laughs) percent um i guess rolling into what seemingly topic two then what do you think because obviously we're moving away from physical things such as newspaper for our news and it rolls into video but something interesting that once again was mentioned uh in sarah dg's podcast because she's phenomenal at what she does um but she was talking to gary vaynerchuk i don't know if you know who that is i don't think so he's like he's a big multi like multi-social media like personality like he's huge in the fact where he has like his own podcast that he does and then he now does uh daily vlogs as well that he uploads and then he has this big uh multi-million dollar media company on top of everything else and he just recently came out with a book called crushing it which i kind of want to read like i've never read any of his stuff yeah but it kind of focused on this um but one of the big things that they hit on was the fact of voice. How now something as big as what once was video now seems to be turning almost towards podcast and audio because you can do many things while you're listening to something in the background. Yeah. Instead of having to sit down and have your one-on-one attention. Um, another big thing to go with this is the fact of the rise in popularity of audiobooks just the fact of more people nowadays are listening to books than what they are reading reading i mean personally i like to have a physical book and read it just because i think it feels nice it feels better um but a big thing with that is once again you have to shut out the rest of the world you're kind of just like focused on that yeah yeah so i mean i think it's interesting to figure out he said that he thought that the future, which I kind of agree with him, is going to be voice. It's going to be not only people listening to podcasts instead of watching videos or reading books, but also the fact of our communication. Like, yeah, now we text to people. Yeah. But the fact that everyone now almost has some form of Alexa or Google Home or what now is going to be the HomePod that Apple's coming out with, which is their own version of this. 
the fact that I can be in a room and I can say, hey, Alexa, call Jaylene or send Jaylene a message. And it sends it directly from mine to yours. Yeah. And, like, we don't have to do anything else because our voice is faster than us sitting there and, and typing like, anything. And, typing it out. Um, and the fact of, like, to have everything controlled and powered by the voice because you can hook up your lights or your TV or whatever mm-hmm. you want to it and just control everything through that is very interesting because you can, I don't know if you've used it, but you can also say, hey, Alexa, what's the daily news? And it I think will, I did see that. Okay, like, it will run through, like, news topics that they think that you're interested in. And it'll give you short snippets of it, whether it's from, like, a podcast or from a radio show. Um, which is an interesting way to consume content because you can also be like, hey, give me a recipe for this dish. Yeah, I, I was playing around with that. You recently showed me a lot of things that I didn't know my uh, Echo could do. <laughs> And I've been definitely playing with it. So, like, I think the recipe thing's a big one. Um, I I have one Echo. Yeah. I want another one to have, like, one in, like... I have one in, like, my game room. Yeah. Where I, I usually just, like... It's nice to have in there for, like, musical purposes. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I'll be in there. I'll, I will be playing, like, Smash or something. Mm-hmm. And I'll also be playing Jeopardy on my Echo. <laughs> yeah. Like... It's crazy, but I want one for my kitchen because, like, I'll have it look up recipes or, or like, mm. just search through them because I don't know what I want for dinner that night. Yeah. I also did the thing that you showed me where it opens uh, my Twitch app, mm-hmm. and I- I'll listen to people, like, to certain streamers, their stream, yeah. while I'm making dinner, which, I mean, half the time you get on Twitch, I don't watch the gameplay. I just listen to people like, yeah, yeah, same entirely for an hour. So, some people, I'm there for the gameplay, but mm. it's like... There's some, it's like, I could just listen to him talk for hours, so it's like, I'll just listen through it, like, to it through my Echo, so, um, yeah, it's crazy what all those things can do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess, what do you think, do you think that the future is voice? Do you think we're going to be stepping away from video-based content and physical content and moving more towards this future of um, voice is the way we consume our content? I think... I think it's going to become, like, a bigger, like, medium than what it is mm-hmm. now. I think it'll be a big thing, like, in, not maybe just entertainment. Like, I don't think it'll be our biggest source of entertainment. Okay. But I think as far as, like, things we do on a daily basis will be a lot of things like mm-hmm. that. Just, you know, like, coming home and be like, oh, turn the lights on. Like, turn on my TV. I feel like it'll be yeah. a lot of that. I, I feel like as far as entertainment, though, like, I personally love podcasts. Mm-hmm. You turn them on, you can just go do something else. Yeah. You just listen to them. But I, I think a lot of, like, um, like TV shows and even, like, people on YouTube are getting, are really getting good at, like, um, their, like, video content. Mm-hmm. So I think that will stay for a while. But I think, like you said, just, like, our daily lives are going to be very voice-controlled. Because that's what a lot of it is now. Yeah. Especially, like, Siri is a big thing that a lot of people use. Or, like, a lot of uh, people will use the, the voice-to-text thing on their phones. Yes. Yeah. Which I do every now and then. So mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, you don't have to text and drive. Just yeah. be like, hey, text Tyler this, <laughs> in a sense. Usually I mumble, though, and it sends something completely different. But, <laughs> I mean, I think that's where we're headed just as like how we're gonna live our lives I, I 
it'll be interesting to see how entertainment changes. I think the whole audio thing will just be mm-hmm. like a like bigger like new form of entertainment. Yeah. Because I think like I think just um we're learning a lot of new things like if when that you see in TV and movies with just like new effects and like cgi and Mm -hmm. things like that i don't think that's going to go away anytime soon i think that's going to get just as big so i could go on a tangent about that for a while but we'll we'll leave that one on the side but it'll be interesting to see how many like different voice commanding things are going i was thinking about that and and my mind popped in was like the self-driving cars yeah i can only imagine when like your car starts driving yourself what like voice command functions you'll also have in there like (laughs) hey car turn the ac on or like hey car like play green day yeah like i was thinking that too because i'm like who's good your car's already driving yourself itself who's gonna want to like lean up and push a button no they're gonna have the same thing some cars do do that already yeah now it's interesting that you brought that up because recently um CES just occurred, the Consumer Electronics Show. Oh, okay. Where they, it's three days in Las Vegas where it's just all tech, whether it's concept or if it's something that they're actually coming out with. And you just go there and you just look at everything that they have to offer. Um, But one of the things, I believe it was Mercedes, that they came out with a car that I'm not sure if it's concept or not, but it has... It's self-driving. It does... It has a wraparound screen in its dash. So, you know how when you're driving, you typically have your dash that has, like, the gauges and yeah, everything like the... on it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you have... And then you'll have, like, your radio sitting next to you or yeah. whatever. This one is a full solid screen that goes all the way across. Um, not only is it that, but it is that voice command I that s- you can do. I saw the future. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's interesting to see if that's something how long it takes to integrate that yeah because i just feel like that's the more we lean on technology the more it'll be like you don't have to push the buttons you just like tell it what to do yeah which is something that i did not agree with at all i first got my echo it was a gift from my grandma and i, I every time i used it i would go through the app like, I'm like, I'm not talking to this thing. I'm, I'm above that. I don't know. I moved out and like, I, I just sit and I like chat with the thing. Like, she's my best friend. I love Alexa. <laughs> and so, uh, I think, I think the biggest thing would be people just feeling weird about it. Not comfortable. Yeah. That was my biggest thing. But I mean, I live alone now. I don't, I don't care. And it's like, it's cool enough now that if someone did walk in on me talking to like my echo, I really wouldn't care. Yeah. So I would say I would they I would say the weirdest thing about it is like the fact that you're kind of talking to yourself, but you're really not. And yeah, once you get yeah. over that, I think it'll be even more normalized than what it is now. Yeah. What um, I guess you mentioned about you living alone and stuff like that. Yeah. So let's talk about life. Okay. And it just <laughs> can't like changing. Um. Also, not only that, but you brought up the idea of talking about friendships as well and just kind yeah. of how that evolved. Because I feel like a big thing that we did talk about in the very first topic was the fact of sense of personality, individualism, and connections that we have yeah. to the people that we watch or listen to. So I feel like a big key aspect here is that we should talk about one, what our friendship is and kind of like how that 
adjusted so that the people watching or listening or whatever can kind of feel like they understand like us yeah as, just like, as a yeah like friendship. us and then just kind of like our group of friends because oh, okay. we have a core group of friends yeah, that I was say, not we, many we're people pretty have. like close-knit which is it's kind of weird to think about it yeah i mean not many people all... have that yeah. yeah but i don't know where you want to start with this but to dig um, in deep yeah we are <laughs> uh let's talk let's start with just the whole idea of our group of friends okay we all i think what really started is because we all went to high school together mm. and th- there's six of us and there yep. was you uh, our friend tegan and then my brother jacob yep who we refer to as burgay um you guys were all in the same class you guys all yep. graduated together and you guys you guys were friends i would mm-hmm. say burgay and tegan were pretty close you and tegan were close for yeah. a while too yeah so the three of you but you also had other friends yeah besides just the three of you which i think is weird that it ended up just being mm-hmm. you three that we hung out with and then our other three group of friends would be me our friend cody and our friend matthew and we were all in the same graduating class and we the us separate groups were two years apart so you yeah. guys graduated in 2014 we graduated in 2016 and we did start really hanging out so probably like the end of like our senior year yeah because you guys were all graduated and i think it worked because uh Bergai and tegan lived together yeah when they went to college together you and Bergai, i remember used to hang out on the weekends mm-hmm because you and I didn't really hang out. No, no, not at all. I remember, like, our only interaction through high school was I had these ugly plaid, <laughs> red plaid skinny jeans. Yep. And you, you told me they looked like couch pants. And, yep. like, that, that was our whole, like, high school conversation. And that was it. That, that was, was it. it. So it's like, this is the last thing I expected to come out of, like, our yeah. relationship. <laughs> so, uh, you, I remember you guys would hang out. And, I mean, I had other friends at the time, so it's not like I hung out with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just, I don't know, you start to graduate, like, you graduate and you don't, you know, really hang out with a lot of people mm-hmm. that you're friends with, just because you don't see them, and yeah. you just kind of grow mm-hmm. as people, I guess. But me, Matthew, and Cody still kind of hung out, and... I mean, Tegan and Bergai obviously hung out, and then you and Bergai were hanging out. Yeah. I think one day, the six of us just kind of combined. Yeah, just somehow, it, like, randomly. And it worked. Yeah. I remember, like, the six of us, when we first started hanging out, it we would just, like, we'd just laugh, and we would just, like, we would just make up, like, jokes, and, like, we, we'd just go on, like, these tangents for mm. just hours. So, I think that's what a lot of it is, is just, like, the chemistry we all have with each other. Yeah. So, uh... It is weird that we started all like hanging out after high school. Yeah, I would I would say the end of like our senior year is when the six of us kind of mm-hmm. realized like that this was like a group thing. Yeah. So. And I mean, it's interesting. We talked about like as a group. We talked about this before, and the fact that it makes sense that you guys hung out. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense that I hung out with you guys. I feel like you kind of just tagged along one time and then you stuck and it it just made sense because i know and i think there was a couple times that like you and burger would hang out and then Mm -hmm. i would tag along but i don't remember you and i ever like really hitting it off yeah like just the two of us really 
I mean, now we do. Yeah, yeah, fine. 100%. You and I could talk for hours and probably not get bored of each other. Obviously, I mean, but that's what you're here, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's just weird. I think I think there was just we all just kind of hung out one day and it kind of just worked. And yeah, it's like I don't know. But I mean, like if we want to dive deeper into like connection wise, it's you and Bergai. Yeah. Brother and sister. We're a package deal. I'm stuck with Burgai for life. Exactly. <laughs> and then you have Cody. You yeah. guys are all related. That's true. Cody's also our cousin. Exactly. Tegan, obviously him and Burgai are... Yeah. And they you and Tegan were pretty good friends of mine. Yeah, family. yeah. I mean, we were. And then kind of like... Yeah. Just kind of like didn't hang out as much. Mm -hmm. But then, obviously, like you and Matthew, Math I feel like... Matthew and I have been... Matthew's been one of my best friends since probably about sixth grade he moved here yeah i think he moved to our school in sixth grade and we rode the same bus i remember he moved here and i i thought he was weird like i really did <laughs> to be fair he is he he's very I mean, weird. he's like he's his own person but i mean it's i'm just fantastic. as weird yeah, but, yeah you know being I mean... in middle school i didn't realize it but uh i don't know him and i just kind of like hit it off we're like I, I matthew's gonna be one of those people he's we're gonna be like in our 80s and we're still gonna be like best friends <laughs> like so i feel like matthew and i are pretty much packaged at this point yeah and then you have me i'm yeah. like the outlier here because i i don't know exactly why but for whatever reason and i don't know if it was the fact that Burgai was always home yeah because i went to uh northwest state community yeah. college beforehand so i stayed home yeah and I think it was the fact that I knew he was home on the weekends. Because came home every weekend. Every weekend. And he did not have his car on campus. And yeah. it was about a 40, 45 minute drive. Yeah. So on Friday nights, my mom would drive 40 minutes to Bowling Green, pick up her nerdy son, drive all the way back home. And then on Sunday night, she'd drive him all the way back. <laughs> and then she'd yeah. drive all the way home. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she, yeah. She I just mean, paid whatever. But. <laughs> But, I mean, like, I think one day I was like, okay, who can I hang out with? Like, who was yeah. it that? And I was like, hey, Burgai's available. Yeah. So, I ended up hanging out with him, and then I think that's when a couple times... I had a couple times, because there were also times in about... Around the time that you and Burgai would hang out on the weekends, I was kind of in the spot where, like, I felt like I didn't have any friends. Yeah. So, it'd be like, oh, Burgai's my best friend. So, like, Burgai would be like... Yeah, I'm going to go hang out with Tyler. And I'd kind of just tag along. Yeah. And I think that's how you and I started to at least get to know each other better. Yeah, But I you, so. you and I, I don't know how you and I, like, actually No clue. No It clue. works. Yeah. <laughs> we get along great now. It just kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know when, like, the time or the point. Like, I can't tell you one specific I don't remember, point of, like, I don't remember this was it. when it was just, like, you and I just hanging out somewhere. Which we do all the time now. Yeah. But it's like, I don't remember the first time that, like, one of us was like, oh, hey, you want to go do something? Yeah, neither do I. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know when we went to prom together. Yeah, we did. senior year. Yeah, we did. If but I'm, uh... I don't think that I'm was it. good enough, and if whoever's watching this on video, maybe I'll throw in the prom photo here. But, <laughs> who knows? Somewhere. That's a lot of work. I have to find it. Yeah. Um... I burned all the copies. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, it's... I think it's interesting how it all worked out. Um, I think we all have pretty similar personality types. Yeah. We're all pretty laid back. And, um, like, we get together. We, c we can all just sit in a room 
and just like just sit there for hours yeah yeah which i mean we've done before like bust out a board game great <laughs> stay here for longer mm-hmm. um i think that's one of the reasons it's just like we can all just sit you know hang out have a good time yeah. um i don't know we all have pretty similar sense of humor i i think one of the things that really makes us work is we all kind of just sit and like make fun of each other like <laughs> yeah i think i think some of the meanest things that have ever been said to me have been from you guys like like Tegan and Burgai alone, they're just cruel to me sometimes. <laughs> and it's like I don't think anybody else has ever been so mean. <laughs> but it's like it's all like in good fun. I hope. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh no. They, they might be going back to VG and be like, oh, she totally, <laughs> she totally bought that as a joke. <laughs> but I think that I don't know. It's just we all get along great. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting too because we are. It's two year apart difference. Yeah. So I mean, technically, we all are in kind of our own different stages of life. Yeah, we're all progressing pretty differently. I mean, like, I'm in my last semester of yeah. university, and then I get a real job. Yeah. And then no more summers. Like that was weird for me. Yeah. Because I was thinking past couple of weeks, I was like, man, I wonder what I'm gonna do in the summer after I'm done yeah. and in between my break and then i'm like wait a minute i don't have you a don't summer get a summer <laughs> no i'm like i'm done done after this and it just becomes another season like it becomes yeah. another day like it's not huh i wonder what trip i'm gonna be taking i had you know? that because uh i'm currently taking some time off from school because i i don't know what i'm doing that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> that wouldn't even be an episode that would be a whole series a whole <laughs> like, series why Jalen can't get her life together but uh i'm taking some time off and like uh that would have been like last january is when mm-hmm. i decided that i'm just gonna be done for a while and i spent just all last year working and it's not that it was weird to go through summer because yeah. at least with when i was even taking college classes i'd be like oh i'm gonna have like summer break mm-hmm. it it was weird to go through summer and it was just like it just felt like another season yeah <laughs> so like it's it's gonna be weird your first mm-hmm. one <laughs> yeah yeah 100%. it's not bad i mean the, getting paid's nice yeah so, <laughs> looking like, forward to that part you work in the summer too which i mean mm-hmm. so it won't be too weird but it's weird that you just won't get like this main like break yeah from, from like yeah, the like, main like there's no going back yeah like it's done yeah, yeah. that's kind of how i felt my first summer when it was just like me working for a year i'm like oh this, i'm an adult now <laughs> <laughs> i gotta do adult things um so i mean but interestingly enough technically you're like the first person to actually move out yeah i guess i mean you, you know. could kind of count burgay and tegan but I don't know if I would because technically it's still college and they're not by themselves. That's true. They're they're still living together. Um I I I would think so. <laughs> I mean like what do you think? What has I mean I know you haven't been like it's, out long. It's a, I think yeah, yesterday was my first I've been there officially a month now. Cuz I moved in. We officially moved all my stuff in. Um December 30th. So December 30th okay. was my first night there. So pretty well, full month of me living there. And uh 
I love it. Yeah. I, I hate paying bills. I hate doing my dishes. And I sometimes forget to lock the door before I go to work. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I love living alone. Because yeah. everyone always tells you, like, I remember being in high school. I'm very introverted. I need my alone time. I need my space. If my mom does watch this, she's, she's like, so going to be, like, nodding her head. Because I'm just cruel in the morning. Because I don't like talking to people. And then I have to go downstairs and, like, socialize with my mom. I love my mom, but... I don't want to talk to her in, like, like 8.30 in the morning. I'm sorry. And, like, everyone in high school tells her, like, oh, you're going to miss it. And then, oh, you got to pay bills and all that. I I give all my money to bills to, like, have the experience of living on my own. And I'm only a month in. I can completely change my mind, like, six months from now. But, like, I don't know. Like, even coming over tonight, yeah, it was weird, like, not having to ask permission. <laughs> I still feel myself doing that, but, um, I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going through that thing where I think a lot of people our age go through when they first move out, where it's, especially with dinner, mm-hmm. planning meals is just awful. It's it terrible sucks. to do. Yeah. I don't think, like, parents get enough credit. Oh yeah. my god. For the fact that we're doing that. <laughs> Last night, uh, I I had like this uh like sour cream dip and chips for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I ate. <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel like cooking. It's like I gotta get up early. Um I'm getting better at it. I already know what we have for dinner tomorrow. So some I'm gonna throw some chicken in the crock pot, have it ready after work. <laughs> but uh I don't know. I, I love having the freedom of like I'll just have like a Pop Tart for dinner. Yeah. Or, like, I'll just do my dishes tomorrow. Or, That's pretty cool. Or, like, uh, I, I don't know when you've been over last, but I also, I, lo- I love how my house doesn't have to be, like, I can have it any way I want. So, I've got this, uh, <laughs> this speeder Lego Star Wars set yeah. sitting on top of my microwave just because I didn't have a spot for it. And I just kind of threw it up there. I'm like... That's where it's going to stay. I, I love having little things like that in my house. It makes me so happy. And I'm like, yeah, we'll just put this like little nerdy thing right there where it probably shouldn't belong, but that's where I'm going to put it. But no one can tell me yeah. not to because it's my place. Yeah. I, I feel like in about 10, 15 years when I'm like married, settled in, maybe have some kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like my house won't be so like nerdy. It's so like, just like, I don't know. Well, I sort of have it together. Yeah. I, I kind of like how I'm just kind of like, I don't know, just winging it. <laughs> and there's a certain kind of like freedom that comes with it that I really like. Yeah. That, I don't know. Because I live right next door to my mom, so it's yeah. kind of nice. I've got that little like security blanket, but then it's like, yeah, I've got my own place. <laughs> Do you think if you would have done it differently, would you have moved further? Or would you, or do you like that? Um, that'd be a good question in about a year. <laughs> um, I, well, first off, free Wi-Fi, because my extender reaches my mom's. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to look back on this and feel like it was a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, my aunt owns a house that I'm living in now. Uh, she's my landlord. I do pay rent. <laughs> I'm not living there for free. Um... But I remember, because 
she lived right next door, obviously, when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would spend the weekends over there, or like okay. I'd go spend the night every now and then. And I always pictured myself like eventually living in that house. Yeah. I don't know why. I always just thought like, oh, I'll live here someday. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of love the fact that that's how it ended up. So I I think it's a good starter home because I got my mom right next door and it's in an area I'm familiar with. Yeah. I don't think I'll be there forever, but no. I mean, obviously not. It's my first first, you know, place outside of my mom's, but I don't think I'd want to do it different. No. I think this is the way that makes the most sense. Cuz yeah. I was like looking at apartments and I had a few people that I thought, "Well, maybe I'll move in with them." But uh I don't know. I I think this was almost the way it was meant to be. Yeah. Do you think that there, if there's one thing you could change about the house itself, what would you do? Or are you, like, happy with the way it is? And The outside's kind of run down. If we could get some new siding, <laughs> that's about it. Um, I don't really care. It, you know, waterworks, you got heat, lights will turn on. I mean, it's a house. I'm not yeah. too picky. Yeah. It's a... Okay. Interesting. Any more questions? Any more questions? No, I think that's it for the whole house in? situation. <laughs> Do I want to move in? I don't know if there's enough room for me to move in because we need our own podcasting room as well. That's true. And you'd be in the second bedroom. Yeah, I'd be in your game room. My game so room. So we'd have to figure out My a game room situation there. My game room slash guest room because the futon's in there. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess another thing since we're done with that topic probably unless you have anything else to add to it i don't think so i don't know i didn't think we were gonna do the whole moving out thing that surprised me yeah i, I like throw curveballs in there all right then. like be prepared i wasn't prepared for that one but be prepared i think for i did not okay. being prepared <laughs> um another thing real quick another topic brand loyalty <laughs> you brought this up and i thought of you right away yes because every time first off i don't keep up with apple I've gone through, like, four iPod touches, like, two iPads. I gave up. And it's probably my fault, but it's, like, it's, like, too much upkeep for me. It's, like, just give me, like, a, like, a, you know, smartphone that works and I'm okay. Yeah. But every time I hear about a new Apple product, which is usually from you, because usually (laughs) I don't care, I'll hear about it and then, like, not even six months later, you'll have it. And it's, like, I know you're going to get it. That's... Every time I hear Apple's got something out, I'm like, well, I'll get to see it from Tyler. (laughs) So you brought this up, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, that's you. And I mean, honestly, to be fair, yes, I am 100% an Apple sheep. Yeah. They have something new coming out, and I'm like, I need to find a way to get that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, to also be fair again, every time they have a press release that they do... I stop everything else I do, and I allocate two hours of my day to sit there and watch this live press release, because I think that they do, one, a fantastic job with presenting their stuff. Like, it's fantastic all the way around. I'll give them that. Whenever they, like, announce something, it's usually, the presentation's usually good. Yeah. I usually don't, like, care about the product at all, because I know I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. I'm not their audience, but it's like, that's a good presentation. Yeah. (laughs) I'll respect it. I mean... 100%. I'm like, every time we go somewhere that there's an Apple store, I'm like, I have to go. 
So one example of that is actually uh, when I went to New York in December. We went and there is like the official New York Apple store. And I'm like, if we go, I want to go there. And so we went there. Like we made a separate trip while we were out and about. And I'm like, the yeah. Apple store is a couple blocks down that way. Can we go? And so we went there and it was awesome. I took a couple pictures because I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> and then on top of that, I also bought a pair of their AirPods because I wanted something from New York that I knew that I'd use Which, every day. I'm surprised you bought those so late. I knew you were going to get them. Yeah. But like they first came out and you, you got them a little bit later yeah. after they came out. Yeah. But I was waiting. I knew you'd get a pair. <laughs> I mean, like my whole thought process with that was the fact that I don't need any. Yeah. Until I have a phone that doesn't have the headphone jack. Yeah. So with the iPhone 10, it doesn't have a headphone. That's jack. how they get you. That's yeah, exactly. That's I don't like Apple. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, I need these now. And so I ended up getting them. And then we also went to the Oculus Mall that's over in New York. Oh, okay. And they too have an Apple store. Did you go to I did. I didn't hear I'm about like, this. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I have to go to this Apple store. So we went there and it was, uh, once again, it was a two-story Apple store. But instead of there being, like, stairs in between connecting them, mm -hmm. you had to know what section you wanted. Because, like, it was on, like, two different floors. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. But I'm like, I have to go here because <laughs> it's another Apple store. Like, I'm so sucked into their ecosystem. They do such a great job at connecting everything. So yeah. that's why I'm, like, 100%. Whatever Apple wants to do. Yeah. I'm sold. I think that's why I really didn't like Apple is because, like, I got my first iPod, my first iPod Touch when I was probably in, like, 8th grade, 7th, 8th grade, I don't know, and, uh, I loved it, I used it for mm -hmm. everything, but it's, like, I, I always had a hard time with, like, iTunes okay. on, on our laptop at home, because it wasn't Apple, Yeah. and I think they've gotten better with this, mm -hmm. it's just, I don't care anymore, I gave yeah. up, <laughs> this is a lot about my personality, I'm just naturally stubborn, <laughs> but, uh, I gave up, and it's like, I think Apple is, like, really just optimal. Yeah. If you have, like... Everything. If you, if you have, like, the... What is it? The Mac? Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, Mac, it's the Mac. And, like, you have the iPhone, and you have the iPad. And you, what what do you have? Like, the the Apple Pencil? Yeah, to out? go with the iPad Pro, I yeah. I remember when that came out, because that's when you and I started, like, hanging out, the two of us, yeah. when we started to really become friends. I remember they announced that, and me and one of my other friends, because this was before I graduated, we were talking about that at school one day, and I'm like, that is so dumb. Like, we couldn't we could, could get over the fact that this came out. I came over to your house probably, like, not even a month later. Yeah. And you're like, I got the Apple Pencil, let me show it to you. And it's cool. I liked it, but it's like, oh my god, I was just about how stupid it was. I mean, to be fair, I use it for notes. Yeah. For the past year since I've got it, I've used it for notes and taking yeah. for everything in university and stuff like that. And it's fantastic. I love it. Just because, once again, it syncs to everything. Yeah. The thing is with you, whenever you buy an Apple product, it, it doesn't, like, aggravate me. Because it's like, you do you. But it's mm -hmm. like I know you're gonna use it too, and yeah. I know you're gonna you're gonna get your money's worth out of it. It's just if I bought an Apple pencil, I don't care how many iPads I use, like have, I would not get my money's worth. I just personally wouldn't use it. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious how opposite we are on this. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm I'm so I'm not like anti Apple, but it's like mm -hmm. I could just care less. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I mean that's like, uh, my brother. The first time he was in an Apple store was like a year ago. <laughs> I'm like. 
because we went to Toledo and I'm like, hey, can we go to the Apple store? And he's like, I've never been to the Apple store. I'm like, what? You've never been to the <laughs> Apple store? He's like, no. I'm like. Which is weird considering he's your which brother. Which is weird. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, he doesn't like going many places. He'd rather be yeah. home and do whatever, play PUBG or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, no, let's go. Let's have an adventure. And so it was the first time of showing him this is an Apple store. Yeah. This is what they do. And I find myself, too, when I walk in, whether it's Apple or if it's a Best Buy or whatever it is, somehow I end up telling someone, this is what you should get. Yeah. And these are the different... Like, I end up helping them shop. Yeah, you definitely recommend products. Like, they should pay you whenever you walk in. I know, right? Because, like, honestly, when we went to the New York trip, I went there and I'm like, oh, I'm getting these AirPods. And I bought one, and the lady that, one of the ladies that went yeah. with us, Sue, she's like, I'm trying to find a good gift for my husband, and he wants a new pair of Bluetooth headphones. I'm like, these are phenomenal. <laughs> these are the best you can get. And so she's like, oh, where are they? So I showed her, and she's like, now how do I pay for this? Because yeah. obviously Apple stores don't have like straight up registers that you yeah. walk up to. You just tell the person, the representative, you're like, hey, I want to buy this. They're like, okay, let me pull out my phone and then we'll just do the transaction right here. <laughs> but so then later I ended up getting, my mom got a message from her saying how big of a hit these AirPods were <laughs> and the fact that her son wants a pair too oh and gosh. she wants to get a pair for herself as well. <laughs> so I inevitably somehow I end up selling someone something, but it's gotten to the point where no lie. I kind of want just a plain Apple employee t-shirt. Like, <laughs> just to wear around. Yeah, like, it seems the Your most battery ridiculous. Oh, no. Rip. Well, I see myself. I think we killed the battery. Oh. Well, you have to edit that. We officially killed the battery. Did it save all our, like, footage, though? I don't think so. I was going to say it should have, right? I think so. I'm ready to start whenever you are. Good, because I hit record. Are we rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. We're live! Again! <laughs> we killed the battery. I'm going to blame it on you. It's your battery. You killed it. Yeah, that's right. It's my battery. Okay, so we were talking about how you are a wannabe Apple employee. Yes. And how you're just good at it. Um, yeah. You're very loyal to Apple. To a fault. Yeah. Uh, I, th <laughs> I would say I'm like that with some brands. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say, like, I'm in that deep with it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were trying to figure out, because we knew right away that we we heard about, uh, we had the idea of brand loyalty. And right away, yeah. I think both of us thought of you and Apple. Me, on the other hand, I was thinking, my first thought was, uh, I've been buying the same pair of Converse since, like, 8th grade. Yeah. This is the classic black one. So I'm like, well, I'm kind of loyal to Converse, mm -hmm. but I'm like, I don't keep up with them, really. And then I thought, well, Dr. Pepper, because it's always in my fridge. Well, to be fair, with the whole Converse thing, I probably have five or six sitting in See, my room. you're probably almost. just as bad as <laughs> like... me. Yeah. Yours is more the variety. Mine's just yeah. like, oh, my Converse are worn out. Let me go buy the same pair again. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you brought up 
uh, which I thought kind of hit the nail on the head, was Nintendo, which I've mm. kind of been loyal to. Even even through the Wii U struggle, oh, I, I was there through that. Did you hear? The Switch already surpassed the oh, Wii U sales. Yeah, I heard. Which... Like, by flying colors. <laughs> uh, what? Like, 20 people bought the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like... And, like, to the point where the Switch is now the highest or the fastest selling console in history. Oh, really? Of all of them now. I yeah. didn't hear about that. Yeah. It passed the Wii on that? Because the Wii sold really well yeah. when it came out. And, like, the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, now holds the... I, I heard about it passing the Wii U, and I'm like, man, <laughs> that does not surprise me. But I'm pretty loyal to Nintendo. Usually they'll announce something, Yeah. and even if it's, like, just, like, stupid, mm-hmm. or, like, seems like it's going to be a disaster, part of me always backs them up. It's like they announced the Wii U, and I think... Maybe not when they announced it, but when it kind of got released and they started, like, releasing games very slowly, yeah. a lot of people, they got a lot of backlash. For good reason, because yeah. hardly any Wii U games came out. And, uh, I remember me and, uh, you know, Berg and I did the same thing. We stood behind it. I think, I still think it's a good console. Yeah. I think it had a lot of potential that Nintendo just didn't use. Didn't do, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, I've been Team Nintendo since the GameCube days. Which... I think that they're now doing that with their new console, with the Switch. Yeah, they're using its potential. Because they probably realized, oh yeah, we messed up with mm-hmm. the with Wii U. We're like, oh, yeah. I also like, I think Nintendo's trying to been, like, has been trying to do this. Like, starting with the Wii U and just the success of, like, the yeah. DS and, like, their other handheld consoles. Is, I like how they're getting, like, they're switching more into, like, mobile. Yeah. Like... Not, like, mobile phones, but, like, being able to take your games on the go. Yeah. Which I know a lot of people, like, weren't sure of when the Switch came out. I like it. I think mm-hmm. that's where the future of gaming is headed. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know you really like mm. it. I have yet to buy a Switch because yeah. I have to pay rent. <laughs> to be but, honest, I think the Switch is honestly my favorite console of yeah. all time. Uh, as soon If they ever announce, like, a new Smash game, mm. I'm sold. It's, like... Yeah. Power's going off in my house. We're the Switch. <laughs> we are buying the Switch, I can whether wait we can a little power bit it or not. But, uh, I really, I really backed him up on that, because I, I think it's a good idea, and I thought if anyone could pull it off, it's Nintendo. Yeah. I mean, the DS is going yeah. on for how long now? It, it carried them through the dark times of the Wii U. <laughs> 100%. I think the thing is with the Wii U, and moving on to the Switch, is that they learned their lesson, the fact that... Yeah. They can't just be, only Nintendo makes these games. Yeah. Because, I mean, now with the Switch, they're opening it up to Nindies, which are yeah. indies and small video game companies that are actually making fantastic yeah. games. Um, well, that's like when they got, like, Skyrim on the Switch. I think yeah, that exactly. was a big, like, like, stepping stone. And it's fantastic. Like, yeah. I love it. The fact that I can take it with me and be like, I'm playing Skyrim at someone else's yeah. house right now. And it's my game. Yeah. Like, um, I think Nintendo does a lot of like does a lot of stupid decisions. I think yeah. they usually learn from them though. Yeah. So I think that's like, one reason why I always back Nintendo up. I still I still like play my Wii U. I really mm-hmm. do like it. I wish there were more games. Yeah. I really do. Uh, but like, I I love Smash Four. It is way. Be- it's one of my favorite Smash games. I think it's right behind Melee. Uh, I think it's better than. Uh, Smash 64, definitely better than Brawl. Uh, 
Mario Kart 8 is one of my favorite Mario Karts, which mm -hmm. I know they have it on the Switch now. Yeah. But, uh, like, uh, my brother bought Mario Kart when it first came out for the Wii U, and we were playing it, and we're like, this is a great Mario Kart. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and it kind of made me, like, think, like, so many people are going to miss out on this Mario mm -hmm. Kart. Probably not now, because of Switch, because mm -hmm. they, uh, you know, ported it. But... Or not ported it. I guess it's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe now. Yeah. So you have the extra stuff. So it's kind of like a separate game. But I remember like playing it and I'm like, there's going to be people who won't get to play Mario Kart 8 because they won't buy Switch. With yeah. Good reason. I mean, I just bought, I, I bought one because I didn't buy one. Mine was a gift, but I wanted one just because it's like, it's Nintendo. I know eventually I will get a Switch, but mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of late now, but I'm like, I do want one. Yeah, just, I mean, I don't know yet. I mean, I was there midnight release. Yeah. I mean, I ended up calling because I was still up at university in Tiffin and I ended up calling uh, GameStop and they're like, yeah, we'll have them. We just won't tell you how many we have. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. And so it was, I got late into the game where I didn't pre-order. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to pre-order this. And so I ended up calling Walmart literally three days before. And I called them. I'm like, yeah, I was wondering if you guys are doing a midnight launch. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we are. And I'm like, okay, great. Do you mind telling me how many you have? That way I know what my chances are of actually yeah. getting one of these. And they're like, yeah, we have 30. I'm like... 30 as in including pre-orders and stuff. They're like, no, we have 30 extra. 30. And this is when they were sold out everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, so you have 30, to be clear, not including pre-orders. Yeah. You have 30 extra that you're selling at midnight. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, sold. <laughs> and so I literally got there an hour before midnight because I didn't know what the line was going to be yeah. like. Yeah first person in line there and to the point where like i was just talking with the employees and stuff while i was waiting mm -hmm. and there were people that were coming in and they were asking questions or whatever and of course because i do so much research yeah on stuff before i get them i was answering their questions to the point where as i'm standing in line telling other people about this thing yeah one of the managers of walmart comes up to me and was like would you like a job here? Because you clearly know what you're talking yeah. about and you're legit selling me on getting a Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, yeah, I'll think about that. But thing is, so people later came over after GameStop releases at midnight. Yeah. They had two. I don't know if I told you this. They had two in addition to pre-orders. And so people were standing outside in the cold around the building. And they, they only had two. They only had two in addition to pre-orders. And they wouldn't tell people that were waiting in line until they got up to the register. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. And so there were people that came over that they were, like, completely mad and everything about be. this whole situation. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would be, that's too. And good reason. And, like, that's why I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Walmart because clearly they told me, hey, we got 30. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm sold. But no, I think the Switch is honestly one of my favorite consoles to the point where I have a PS4 yeah. and if that dies, I don't know if I'm going to buy another one. Like, I think I'll stick to the Switch and if anything, invest in the PC that I have. Yeah. Make it a little bit better. I know eventually I'll get a Switch. It's just not the right time. 
Yeah. Or, or um, I don't know. Maybe one day. <laughs> I The difference between me and you, though, because I also got my Wii U late. Yeah. I, I got it, I think, a year after, or maybe a year and a half after everybody else already had theirs hauled up. So, uh, I'm like, I'll probably get the Switch late, which is fine. I don't care when I get it, as long as I get it. Yeah. Um, the difference between me and you, though, is Nintendo's next console that mm -hmm. is just garbage. It's not good. Nobody yeah. likes it. You're going to skip out on it. Yeah. And I'm going to be one of those suckers that ends up <laughs> buying one to play two games on it. Let's play two games. Yeah. I, like... I, the only thing I really use my Wii U for anymore is Smash, which I definitely got my money's worth. Yeah, 100%. We play a lot of Smash on there. Yeah. Like, when you guys come over, or just, like, me and Burgay, or even, like, just by myself. I got Minecraft on there, too, when they announced <laughs> Minecraft on the Wii U. And that was right after I got my Wii U, because like, they announced that kind of later. And uh, that was kind of nice, because I never had a console version of Minecraft before that. Because I don't really have any other consoles. I just yeah. have Nintendo consoles at home. So, and then, like, Burgay had his PC when he was living there, but, um, yeah, that was kind of nice. I played Minecraft yeah. for a while, and then Mario Kart 8 for a while, and then, I mean, Mario Kart gets old when it's just you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mario Kart's definitely more fun with friends. Yeah. I will say Mario Party 10 is one of my least favorite Mario Parties. They, they really messed I up on Mario Party. I don't like it. It's like, Bowser Mode's fun for, like, two games, and then... Yeah, and then it's kind of, eh. But, I, I think it had... Good potential. Mm -hmm. But I I will stay loyal to Nintendo. One day they will have another bad console. You won't buy it. I will. <laughs> and I, I'll back it up. <laughs> You'll be the sole supporter. Me and Burgai. Burgai will oh, be there too. Yes. Of course. <laughs> so. Gosh. I, I think that's pretty well it. With yeah. brand loyalty. Yeah. We're not really loyal to anybody else. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. That's all I got. That's all I got for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I think we're probably like an hour and a half into this, so oh, we should probably, probably yeah. cut it, considering that our my camera died on me. We don't want this an one hour to die in. now. No. Or this battery to die. Yeah. No, that'd be bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll just uh, cut it here. And I suppose. So guess we'll see you next week. Yep. I mean, this officially ends the first episode of the Four Honors podcast. How do you feel about this? I'm excited. I'm surprised how well this has gone. This, besides the battery dying, I think our like our conversation went pretty smoothly. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm Which, excited for our next one. Yeah. To keep doing this. I feel like eventually we'll get even more comfortable with it. Yeah. It'll come more naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, this has officially been the first episode of the Four Honors podcast with more to come every single week. Make sure that you stay tuned and turn in every single week to find out what exactly it is that we're talking about and what exactly it is that will entertain you. Right now, Jaylene's phone is ringing, but it's okay because it's just Burgay. It's just Burgay. We'll get him on sometime. Or, I guess that's your choice, but... <laughs> that's true. Maybe. <laughs> and so, if you guys really enjoy this and you thought it was great wherever you are at make sure you stay tuned for more to come because there will definitely be more topics that we'll be talking about and let's just try to have an environment an ecosystem of friendly creatives helping each other out i think that's the main goal yeah. here and if uh you care enough to really want to 
get involved, let us know what you would like us to talk about and dive into. Yeah, of course. That's 100% interesting because this is a two-way street and it's not just us talking to you, but we want to hear from you as well. So this officially ends. We're officially done. The first podcast. One down. Ever. Too many more to go. (laughs) (laughs) Way too many. Okay, guys. See you next week. Goodbye. Programming today's copy of the paper into that same Ohio computer. When the telephone gets-